listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper and be in good health even as your soul As a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, all of your gifts are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com. God bless you. You deserve the glory. And the honor, Lord, we lift our hands in worship, and we bless your holy name. You deserve the glory, yes, and the honor, Lord, we lift our hands in worship, and we lift your holy name. For you are great, you do miracles so great, there is no one else like you, there is no one else like you, for you are great, you do miracles so great, there is no one else like you there is no one else like you praise the lord praise the lord i just had to open up the broadcast with this song that was on my heart. Praise him, praise him, praise him. So here we are. This is Declaring the Finished Work. And this is your host, Pat Randall. And here we are again on a beautiful Thursday afternoon. We know that this is the day that our Lord has made. And we're going to choose to rejoice and be glad in it amen and amen so we have been on a message about awake being awake and staying woke being awake and staying woke so the title of the message is awake stay woke awake stay woke and we talked about we've been talking about what this awakening is and what that meant and now i am moving into the stay woke portion of of this message because now that we are awakened now that we are saved filled with his spirit glory to god we have to stay woke we can't in fact in this current environment that we are on we need to be on full alert full alert it's like when there is 
the danger of a a storm coming, some danger is coming, and you're put on full alert because you know that there is a present danger. Well, this is where we are right now. As you can see, there's so much deception and lies and spirit of depression and suicide. People who are angry, there's loss of hope and there's this hopelessness and and confusion. That is just that the enemy is just filling the atmosphere with. But we are the answer. We, the body of Christ in the earth, we are the answer. So we need to stay woke. Last week I talked about some things that can cause us to be spiritual sluggards. And we lose the the energy and the passion that we had in our walk of faith. We're easily distracted because of it. We become impotent because of it. So, because of my love for people, And it's because this love has been placed in my heart by God. We love because he first loved us. And I have a passion to see God's people mature in our faith. To no longer be as children. uh, Confused and being tossed to and fro by the winds of this world. Amen. That we will walk in the fullness of our identity. That is my passion, the passion that's in my heart and and the love that the Lord just continues to increase uh, in my life. My my love for for his people and having the same heart that God has for his people because he just he has loved us. He has loved us with an everlasting love. And in these last days, he has spoken to us through his son to give us a clear perspective of what his heart is toward us. That while we were yet sinners and enemies of the cross, that he gave his only begotten son. Amen. That he was, he came into this world not to condemn it, but to save it. That through him, that we may have eternal life. Glory to God. I also read a scripture, maybe I'll read some of it from last week about uh, God knowing us. He thoroughly knows who we are. I was reading out of Psalm 139. I'm just going to read just a little bit. I don't think I should read all of it. Because actually today I have quite a bit of scripture that I want to get through. And hopefully I'll be able to get through and conclude this message with this part five of Awake, Stay Woke. So here's Psalm 139. O Lord... You have searched me thoroughly and have known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. My entire life, everything I do, you understand my thought from afar. You scrutinize my path and my lying down. And you are intimately acquainted with all my ways. Even before there is a word on my tongue, still unspoken, behold, O Lord, you know it all. You have enclosed me behind and before, and you have placed your hand upon me. Such infinite knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is too high above me. I cannot reach it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, the netherworld, the place of the dead, behold, you are there. 
If I take the wings of the dawn, if I dwell in the remotest part of the sea, even there, your hand will lead me and your right hand will take hold of me. I'm going to stop right there. Amen. Amen. But take that scripture, Psalm 139, and just really embrace it. Read it out loud. Declare it. Declare it out loud over your life of God's intimate acquaintance with who you are. You know, sometimes people will... Once they start to really get to know you, they may be offended by you or they may be turned off by you or or they may not even want to have anything else to do with you. But that is not who God is. God is an unconditional love. He loved you just as you are. Just as you are. While you were still an enemy, he loved you. He loved you just as you are. And he came for you. He set his hand upon you. He declared that you were worthy. Amen. 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 Let me, before I move into this part five, let us pray. Amen. Father, we praise you and we worship you and we glorify your name for you are majestic. Your ways and your thoughts are so high. How can we thoroughly know who you are? Because you are God and you are infinite and you're all wise. You're all knowing. But we thank you. We thank you that you speak to us through your Holy Spirit and you reveal those things that are hidden to us because you love us. We thank you that today, that through your Holy Spirit, our eyes will be opened, our ears alert to hear, our hearts ready to receive the planting of your word today. Let the seeds take root in our hearts, grow strong roots so that we may be confident in the Lord that we serve, confident in your faithfulness and your love toward us, for you are good. You are so good. You are good good father and we thank you jesus you are our lord and savior you laid down your life for us you called us friend we thank you we thank you we thank you we thank you that we are justified by faith by grace we have been saved we thank you we thank you for your blood that was shed for the remission of our sin that you have redeemed us by your blood and we thank you we thank you we glorify your name we exalt you jesus you are high and lifted up hallelujah amen amen and amen amen i am excited i'm excited about what god is doing right now in the body of christ the things that he is revealing to us um how he is moving us here we are in 2019 and and god is really moving in uh in an even more powerful way uh in this particular season and we're going to see some things and experience some things that have have not to this up until this time have not been experienced and have not been seen jesus said that even greater things than the things that we saw him do when he was in the earth that we would do. And so by faith, we believe. So staying woke means having a focused. Um, I read the scripture last week about having a single eye. And when we have this, this single eye where we're focused on Christ in us, when we're 
focus on the Lord, that it fills our entire being with light. It brings light to any dark areas of our lives. But it's all about keeping that that focus. There are going to be a lot of things that are going to be pulling and tugging at us, saying that we need to give it attention that wants to distract us and pull us away from keeping our eyes focused on Jesus so that we will lose heart, we will lose courage, and uh, we will lose hope. It's, it's all, all these distractions are designed to do this. So we have to set out each day when we wake up in the morning to diligently set out to keep our minds renewed and focused on our Lord. Focused on all that he has said about who we are and who he is. About what he's done. All the promises that he has made to us. Because he is definitely a promise keeper. Amen. So in staying woke, we want to have this intense focus. Amen. And we want to focus on, on faith. Faith. Faith is an important because this is a faith walk. It's not a walk that is built up of doing. Now, doing may be the, the result of our faith. But it is not the, our focus of living this life in Christ. Our focus is in believing in the finished work of Christ Jesus, believing that he lives on the inside of us. Amen. That we are more than conquerors. Glory to God. Amen. We are who he says we are. Amen. So I'm going to read uh, my first scripture out of Hebrews, uh, which is a very well-known scripture in the body of Christ. For those who are regularly attending church, you have, I don't know, heard this this scripture about faith coming out of Hebrews chapter 1. I don't know how many times, but it does not matter how many times you heard it because the bottom line is, is that we want this becoming so much a part of our lives that that. Walking by the Spirit becomes a habit pattern for our lives. Um, Before I read this Hebrews chapter, I want to say this. We can be in church sleeping. And I don't mean physically sleeping, even though sometimes people are falling asleep. But they're physically falling asleep because they are spiritually, spiritually falling asleep. They have become sluggish. They have been become dull spiritually. So you can be in church and not be fully spiritually awake. You can be asleep. Or you can be... Not fully alert. You're not sleep, but you're between being fully awake and sleep. So in that particular circumstance, you may see some changes. You know, you've probably made some outward behavior changes. There are things that you used to do that you don't do anymore. But the in inward that inside transformation that needs to happen, that hard transformation that needs to happen is not happening as it should. You may be going to church because it makes you feel better emotionally. It may strengthen you, but that is not why we are on this journey. Not to just feel better and to calm ourselves when we are worried about something or when we are anxious about something. That is not the bottom line for us. 
We are here as part of God's plan in the earth. Before we were formed in our mother's womb, he knew us. And our story has already been written in the book of life. And we want to fulfill that story. The story of our life in God's overall story. Amen. Amen. So behavior changes is not enough. If we don't have a heart transformation. The core of our being. It's a lot of times I think about it in terms of our physical bodies. Uh, uh, you know, they talk about when, they, when you're working out about the importance of your core, which is the center of your, your body, which is in that, that, that the area of your abdomen, those, those muscles being strong, because that will be your center and it will give you the balance that you need. And for us, Christ is, is that core in our spiritual life. And as long as he is the core, that we will have the strength that we need to move and to keep ourselves in balance. Now, I'm going to read the scripture in Romans 2, uh, verse 14, before I go back to faith, uh, because it just ties in to sleeping in the church. It says, even Gentiles who do not have God's written law show that they know his law. They do instinctively, instinctively the things that the law requires. Okay? And what that is saying to us, that people who don't know God can operate in the laws of God. And we see that. We see people loving people, reaching out to people, feeding people, caring for them, visiting with people. I mean, we see these good works and they don't even know God. But they show forth through their acts things that God is, 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 is not requiring of us, but he wants us to walk in these good works that he has prepared beforehand. So you can do good works and not be saved. Basically, that is what that's saying. So if you think that because you are doing good works, that you are fully awoke or fully awake spiritually, that is not your measurement. That is not your measurement. But anyway, I am going to go back up here before I even roll into something else. Let me get back on track. Faith. Staying woke to faith. Our faith is important in our life as believers. Hebrews 1, starting in verse 1. And this is out of the Amplified Bible. Now, faith is the substance, title deed, confirmation of things hoped for divinely guaranteed and the evidence of things not seen the conviction of their reality faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses for by this kind of faith the men of old gained divine approval by faith that is, with an inherent trust and enduring confidence in the power. Now, this confidence is in the power, wisdom, and goodness of God. This faith 
is a trust and an enduring confidence in the power, wisdom, and goodness of God. Let me continue with the scripture. We understand that the world's universe, ages were framed and created, formed, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God. So that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. Let me say that again. What is seen was not made out of things which are visible. So faith is a God quality. Our faith comes from God. God spoke into existence the universe. Jesus, Jesus. And sometimes we, when it comes to faith, I think we get a little confused about faith, especially when we, in our moments of weakness, in our moments of failures, we focus on our faith. But we're not limited by our faith. Because we can have the faith of a mustard seed, but if we plant it in the soil of Christ, it grows into this great tree. What really gives our faith power is love. Galatians 5, 6 says, For if we are in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything, but only faith activated and expressed and working through love. So the only thing that is that matters is our faith being activated and expressed and working through love. Let's look at 1 John 4, starting in verse 18. There is no fear in love. See, fear weakens our faith because... It, what it is saying is that I don't trust that God is going to do this for me. And that fear in this scripture is telling us where this, this fear is coming from. Let me go back to verse 18. There is no fear in love. Dread does not exist. But perfect, complete, full-grown love drives out fear because fear involves the expectation of divine punishment. So the one who is afraid of God's judgment is not perfected in love, has not grown into a sufficient understanding of God's love. We love because he first loved us. So, it is important that we have an understanding of God's love. Because when we have the revelation of God's love, we are no longer afraid of his judgment. We're not expecting to be punished. Because I failed, 
because I sinned, it is going to keep God from blessing me. So I give up. But what the Lord wants us to recognize when we've sinned, when we have failed. He doesn't want us to walk in condemnation and guilt. But he wants us to turn to him and allow, and allow him to speak to us in that sin. Because he knows what it is. That is causing us to sin. There is something. In us. That does not belong. That's causing us to sin. We don't know who we are. There is something in us. That is keeping us from knowing who we are. From knowing who you are. And when you don't know who you are, you act out of character. So we must be intimately acquainted with this love that God has for us. Because faith worketh by love. So in order for us to have a successful faith walk, we have to do it by the love of God. The love that he has loved us with. Is the love that we move forth in in this world. And all that we do and all that we say. Is the love of God in our hearts. The love of God in our hearts. Stay woke. Stay woke to the love of God. This perfect love that casts out all fear. God is not angry with you. You can get up and keep moving. Get up and keep moving. Acknowledge that you have sinned. And he will help you. He will help you in a way that no one else can. Because he knows. He knows every corner in your life. He knows where all of the stuff that you're feeling ashamed of. All the things that you might be fearful of. He knows where all that stuff is hidden. And he can heal you. He came that you might have life and life more abundantly. He came to set the captive free. Hallelujah. In faith we know that all things are possible. Matthew 19.26 says, But Jesus looked at them and said, With people, as far as it depends on them, it is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. So if it's dependent upon us, okay, it may be impossible. But with God, all things are possible. That's good news. That is good news. And we have to keep confessing that. Confessing that as we break through whatever it is that's challenging our lives. These challenges actually help us to increase our faith. Because our faith needs to be exercised like a muscle. Amen. Amen. So you can rejoice in the midst of your triumph, your trials. Not rejoicing because of them, but you can rejoice in them. God has given us the ability that no matter what's going on, we can rejoice in him. 
That's good news. Glory to God. I want you to stay woke. To hope. When we lose hope. It can lead us into a path of depression. We see such a high rise of uh, um, a high rise in suicides and, and depression and all sorts of mental strongholds because there's the spirit of hopelessness. And it becomes very dangerous to us. But to have hope, it requires, first of all, that you have a positive mindset. So what you are mentally digesting, what you are mentally taking in and digesting on, the most will impact your life. Philippians 4.8 tells us, finally, brothers, whatever is true, Whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. How much time do you spend on thinking about what is true? what is honorable, what is just, what is pure, what is lovely and what is commendable, what is worthy of praise. How often, how much time are you spending focusing on that? Because the world wants you to focus on all the bad news. But what that does is rob you of your hope. Isaiah 40 Verse 31 says, for those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in him, will gain new strength and renew their power. They will lift up their wings and rise up close to God like eagles rising toward the sun. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not grow tired. Are you weary? Are you tired? Well, you need to be looking to the Lord, expecting from him, having a hope in him. Wait on him and he will renew your strength and renew your power and cause you to rise up. To lift up with wings like an eagle. You'll be able to run and not be weary, walk and not grow tired. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Colossians 1 verse 27 says it like this. God, in his eternal plan, chose to make known to them how great For the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in and among you, the hope and guarantee of realizing the glory. That's in the Amplified Bible. In the English Standard Version, it says, To them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery. It's called a mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in me is my hope of glory. Christ in me. Stay woke to Christ in you. We can focus on so many things. I have to do this. I have to go there. I have to I have to accomplish this. I need to do this. I have to go to school. I th- right? Stay woke to Christ in you. 
feed upon his presence in you. Hallelujah. Set your mind on him. That is your hope of glory. And he will move you from glory to glory. He will give you a godly confidence. Philippians 1.6 says, I am convinced and confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will continue to perfect and complete it until the day of Christ Jesus, the time of his return. That scripture fills you with hope. Being, being convinced. You have to convince yourself and be confident that the Lord who began this good work in you, he is going to, he's going to faithfully complete it, perfectly complete it until the day of Christ Jesus, the time of his return. He started this. Jesus started this and he finishes it. What he began in you, he will complete it. Stay woke to that truth until you are thoroughly convinced and confident that this work he began in you, he is going to continue to perfect it and complete it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. His hope does not put us to shame. Romans 5, 5 says, such hope in God's promises never disappoints us. Because God's love has been abundantly poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Another another version says, And hope does not put us to shame. Because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit Who has been given to us. Love is an important element in our lives. God's love being present in our lives. Being loved by others. Is good. But it won't sustain you like the love of God. You must know his love for you. No one will be able to love you the way he does. Because he's thoroughly and intimately acquainted with you. The things that you don't even share. There are things that you don't even share with people. We it's we all we, we all are are like that. We don't share every single thing. We don't share every single thought that we have. We don't share every single fear. We don't share everything with any person. We there are things that we share with one person that we might not share with another person. But when it comes to the Lord, before a word is formed on our lips, he knows it. And yet he loves us. No one can love us like that. No one can love you like that. But the Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Romans 8, verse 24, starting in verse 24, it says, For in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he sees? 
But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Let me read this out of the Amplified. For in this hope we were saved by faith, but hope, the object of which is seen, is not hope. For who hopes for what he already sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait eagerly for it with patience and composure. We wait eagerly for it with patience and composure. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stay woke. Stay woke to this hope that you have in Christ Jesus. He is all that we need. He is all that we need. He is all that we need. And when we fully embraced that he is all that we need. Then we can walk freely in this life. Freely. We can walk not requiring anything outside of ourselves. In order to know love in order to have hope in order to have faith hallelujah 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 it's not a requirement it's just a blessing when we receive from others when we receive love from others when we receive a faith from others or trust able to trust in others I mean that's a blessing but what our souls require is our faith in God knowing that we can trust him knowing that we can place all of our hope in him knowing that our faith works by this love that he has shed in our hearts by his Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Stay woke to God's love. God is love. And if God is love, and we are being transformed into his image, then I am love. So I am going from love to love to love to love. Different levels of love. My ability to love, my capacity for love is continually increasing. That's when you know you are rooted and really planted in him. Your love just continues to increase, increase, Increase. Let me read 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Well familiar, but we can't ever hear it enough because this love that's being described is the love that God has. And in order for us to live in this 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 love that um, this chapter 13 mentions talks about we have to receive that from God we have to receive that from God we love God with the love that we receive from him that is how we are able to love him with all of our hearts and with all of our souls because first he loves us that way and we respond to it and love him back amen Amen. And as we continue that that circular motion with him of love, that we are growing into the image of love, into the image. And we just love moving through the earth. Hallelujah. 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 Let me read the scripture. Glory to God. 
Jesus, 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 Jesus. Amen. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love for others growing out of God's love for me, then I have become only a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal, just an annoying distraction. And if I have the gift of prophecy and speak a new message from God to the people and understand all mysteries and possess all knowledge, and if I have all sufficient faith so that I can remove mountains but do not have love reaching out to others, I am nothing. If I give all my possessions to feed the poor, and if I surrender my body to be burned, but do not have love, it does me no good at all. Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not provoked nor overly sensitive and easily angered. Let me stop right there. Because sometimes in the church environment, we run into these overly sensitive people and people who are easily angered. And that's an evidence that the love of God is not rooted in their hearts. Because love is not overly sensitive and is not easily angered. Love is not overly sensitive and easily angered. So if you find yourself overly sensitive and easily angered, okay, go back to your closet and say, Daddy, I need some more love. I need some more love. Because I am overly sensitive and I'm easily angered. I need more from you. I need more love. I need to get to a place where I am confident in your love for me. How you see me is more important than how others see me. I live out of your identity of who I am. That's where I live. And I live out of. Praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him. Lord, I just speak right now over the body of Christ. That there is a supernatural increase of love flowing through us. We will be known by our love for one another in the earth. We need to love each other. And I thank you that the only way that we can love is that we allow you to love us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, let me continue with verse 5. It does not take into account a wrong endured. It does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth when right and truth prevails. Love bears all things, regardless of what comes. Can you imagine? Just think about that. Love bears all things, regardless of what comes. Just think about our Lord Jesus, what he endured, what he bared, the brutal rejection, physical beatings, being nailed to a cross and ridiculed when he was innocent. He hadn't done anything other than love people. But he endured all things without weakening. That's powerful. 
that when you have that kind of love, God's love operating in your life, that you can endure without weakening. Jesus, Jesus. Verse 8 says, love never fails. It never fades nor ends. But as for prophecy, prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for the gift of special knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, for our knowledge is fragmentary and incomplete. But when that which is complete and perfect comes, that which is incomplete and partial will pass away. I believe that is happening right now. There's a spirit that God is releasing that is complete and it's perfect. And we're going to see this incompleteness and this partial begin to fade away, pass away. It says in verse 11, it moves into this transition. When I was a child, I talked like a child. See, that child, childish behavior. And when it's talking about a child here, not being a child of God, but being immature. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I did away with childish things. See, there are things that happened to us when we were, chi- we were children. And we, we responded out of the consciousness of a child. Out of the immaturity of a child. And we need to look at some of of that because a lot of too many of us too many of us and I was one of them and I still continue to work on that and identify when I see an immature response to something I have to question I have to question the thinking behind that And I have to bring it into a place of maturity, seeing it as God sees it. I can't live out of what happened to me as a child and allow that to impact the decisions that I make, how I respond, how I react. I have to be free, which is what he wants us to be. Verse 12 says, for now, in this time of imperfection, we see in a mirror dimly, a blurred reflection, a riddle, an ignoma. But then, when the time of perfection comes, we will see reality face to face. Now I know in part, just in fragments, but then I will know fully, just as I have been fully known by God. See, that's the hope that we have. I will know fully, just as I have been fully known by God. Verse 13 says, And now there remain faith, abiding trust in God and his promises, hope, confident expectation of eternal salvation, love, unselfish love for others growing out of God's love for me. These three, the choices, graces, they're referred to as graces, graces. These are free gifts. But the greatest of these is love. Glory to God. Glory to the greatest, the greatest of these is love. Stay woke to God's love. Stay woke to faith. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Stay woke to hope. Don't lean to your own understanding. Acknowledge God in all your ways. Trust him. Your steps are ordered by him. 
Don't rely on your righteousness, but live in the righteousness that God has freely given you. It's a the gift of righteousness that came through the resurrection. Through the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus, we have inherited righteousness. It's a gift from God. We need to know these truths. We have the scriptures, but we also have the Holy Spirit to remind us of these scriptures. Amen. 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 Lord, my prayer is that It'll be more than just reading your word out of a book. But it'll be written on our hearts, Lord God. That you will cause us to walk in them, in in your statues, to obey them. By your spirit, by your spirit. By your spirit, Lord, by your spirit. By your spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That we're no longer hypocrites, relying on our self-righteousness. But we're relying and living in the righteousness that was purchased for us by our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus. He has reconciled us to the Father, to you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're no longer enemies. We're friends of God. We are his children. His tabernacle, he resides and lives in the inside of us. Never separated. Never separated. Never separated. Thank you, Lord. Bless your holy name. Bless your holy name, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord God, that those who are listening now and those who are listening later, that there will be such a powerful spirit of love pouring forth because the things that are seen come from the things that are invisible and that this spirit of love will create lives that are filled with joy filled with peace filled with love Filled with confidence and courage and boldness. Freedom. True freedom. Hallelujah. 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 Bless us, Lord. Bless us, Lord. That we might know you. That we might know you. And fully comprehend. How precious we are to you. Thank you for loving us, Lord. Thank you for loving us. Thank you, Jesus, for giving up your life so that we might have life and more abundantly. Hallelujah. Bless your name. Bless your name. Bless your name. Well, praise the Lord. We're at the end of the broadcast today. Amen, amen, amen. And I am believing that you are getting what you need from the Lord. Hallelujah. I praise him. I praise him for this victory right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Okay, 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 okay. All right, so tomorrow night we got Friday Night Joy with Pastor Ray Rose at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
And then on Saturday, we have our youth and young adult broadcast, uh, Bold and Beautiful. And that Saturday, this Saturday, the 9th at 10 a.m. So tune in for that broadcast. And then on Sunday, we have Bread of Life at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So praise God. Praise God for his goodness. Praise God that... His, his his word is going forth. Amen. Because Jesus is the living word. Okay. He is the word that was made flesh. And he demonstrated the power. The power of the word. Hallelujah. He is the way, the truth, and the life. So God bless you. Go forth in joy and peace peace hope and expectation confidence in the lord amen convince yourself that he is he who began this work in you is faithful to perfectly complete he's going to perfect it in you rest rest there remains a rest for the people of god rest 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 in him I love you all. I speak blessings over your life. Abundantly. Abundantly. Amen. And God willing, I'll be back on the air next Thursday. Amen. Hallelujah. So God bless you.